The January 6th committee doesn't have much time left because Republicans are taking over the House in January. And Republican Adam Kinzinger now says that Donald Trump absolutely is guilty of crimes committed in advance of January 6th. There's a report from The Hill. Congressman Adam Kinzinger, Republican from Illinois, said Wednesday that former President Trump is, quote, absolutely guilty of a crime surrounding the January 6th riot at the Capitol. I think he's guilty of a crime. This is a quote. I mean, look, he knew what he did. We've made that clear. He knew what was happening prior to January 6th. He pressured the Justice Department officials to say, hey, just say the election was stolen and leave the rest to me. And then the Republicans all need to put the stamp of approval on it. Kinzinger told CNN's Jake Tapper on the lead, quote, I think he is absolutely guilty. If he is not guilty of some crime of some kind of a crime, I mean, what we basically said is presidents are above the law and they can do everything short of a coup as long as it doesn't succeed. Kinzinger said, though, he gave the caveat that even as a member of the January 6th panel, he doesn't have the DOJ's power to press charges. Well, that we know you could make the case that over the four years ending on January 6, 2021 or January 10th, 2021, Donald Trump committed dozens of counts of obstruction. Put that aside from possible sedition based on his actions, myriad conspiracy charges of all kinds associated with the Republican coup attempt, mishandling of classified documents, taking classified documents. And then in addition to that minimum on the criminal side, think about all of the potential civil claims that could be made. Reminder that is important, which is if and until we have reason to revise our belief, it is pretty widely known that the Department of Justice to some degree accepts that a president is above the law, not in a literal sense, but there is this convention that has taken place. And until we actually see the DOJ behave differently, we don't really have a reason to revise that perspective. So the January 6th committee will be meeting next week. They, they announced that yesterday. Uh, it's, a, it's described as a business meeting. Business for them is a little bit different than what we consider to be business. But presumably they will be meeting to make a decision as to what, if any, criminal referrals they are going to make. The news from last week, the January 6th committee will be making criminal referrals. Will they in, the, in, in fact do that? And against whom remains to be seen? I am going to show you an unreal video of sweaty Donald Trump losing it in a free speech crushing video. We've said before, where's the policy? The Republicans have abandoned policy. Well, in this video, Posted to Truth Social, Troth Central, and Rumble. Troth Central. Yeah. Donald Trump is announcing what sounds like policy, if indeed he were to again become president of the United States. And it is chilling. Look at this. If we don't have free speech, then we just don't have a free country. It's mm. as simple as that. If this most fundamental right is allowed to perish, then the rest of our rights and liberties will topple just like dominoes one by one. They'll go down. That's why today I'm announcing my plan to shatter the left wing censorship regime uh -oh. and to reclaim the right to free speech for all Americans. And reclaim is a very important word in this case because they've taken it away. Who? In recent weeks, bombshell reports have confirmed that a sinister group of deep state bureaucrats, Silicon Valley tyrants, left wing activists and depraved corporate news media have been conspiring to manipulate and silence the American people. Understand that that is not an accurate representation of the Twitter files. We have done numerous deep dives now into the Twitter files. No crimes were committed. Twitter's own terms of service were not violated and Trump's uh, White House had the same access to individuals at Twitter than did the Biden campaign. They have collaborated to suppress vital information on everything from elections to public health. The censorship cartel must be 
dismantled and destroyed, and it must happen immediately. And here's my plan. Here we go. First, within hours of my inauguration, I will sign an executive order banning any federal department or agency from colluding with any organization, business, or person to censor, limit, categorize, or impede the lawful speech of American citizens. Now, remember, what's funny about that is it was the Biden campaign who would ask Twitter to remove pictures of Hunter Biden nude. Trump is talking about government actors. His administration was the one empowered to do that in the time described by the Twitter files. Trump is really talking about himself here. It's stunning. I will then ban federal money from being used to label domestic speech as mis or disinformation. And I will begin the process of identifying and firing every federal bureaucrat who has engaged in domestic censorship directly or indirectly, whether they are the Department of Homeland Security. By the way, I don't know if you noticed that cut. This is clearly based on how much Trump is sweating and slurring the type of video he needed 100 takes to get completed. The Department of Health, Human Services, the FBI, the DOJ, no matter who they are. Second, I will order the Department <laughs> of Justice. The, the, these cuts are just unbelievable to investigate all parties involved in the new online censorship regime, which is absolutely destructive and terrible, and to aggressively prosecute any and all crimes identified. These include possible violations of federal civil rights law, campaign finance laws, federal election law. Now, I just again to try to in inject some reality here as an example, they have these the MAGA people have been trying to make the case that when Twitter acted on removing nude images of Hunter Biden, which are illegal in most states and violate Twitter's terms of service, that that helped the Biden campaign. Therefore, they argue it has monetary value. It was not disclosed as being of monetary value as a campaign contribution. Thus, it was a crime. No serious legal expert is buying even a crumb of that insane hypothesis. Securities law and antitrust laws, the Hatch Act and a host of other potential criminal, civil, regulatory and constitutional offenses <laughs> to assist in these efforts. I am urging House Republicans to immediately send preservation letters. And we have to do this right now to the Biden administration, the yeah. Biden campaign and every Silicon Valley tech giant ordering them not to destroy evidence of censorship. <laughs> Third, upon my inauguration as president, I will ask Congress to send a bill to my desk revising Section 230 yeah. to get big online platforms out of censorship business. From now on, digital platforms should only qualify for immunity protection under Section 230 if they meet high standards of neutrality, transparency, fairness and non-discrimination. This is bonkers. I mean, this is just unreal. The, the, it, it's Trump not understanding anything, claiming he's going to do things he can't do and won't do and hopefully will not even get the opportunity to do. We should require these platforms to increase their efforts to take down unlawful content such as child exploitation and promoting terrorism while dramatically curtailing their power to arbitrarily restrict lawful speech. Fourth, we need to break up the entire toxic censorship industry that has arisen under the false guise of tackling so-called miss. This the, the sad thing about this is that this is such meaningless drivel that his followers think is just God's gift to statements by candidates and disinformation. The federal government should immediately stop funding all nonprofits and academic <laughs> programs. All right, you get the picture. This is extremely free speech crushing. He wants to tell social media platforms what they have to publish. It's not sounding very much small government, is it? If Trump were to get another term, I assure you he would try to do these things. He would probably fail. 
but it's better not to even give him that opportunity. Absolutely deranged stuff. Unreal. Donald Trump has been humiliated after teasing a major announcement. And the major announcement is Trump digital trading cards, including one where Trump is dressed like an astronaut. I uh, I don't know how else to explain it. All day Wednesday, it was being teased that on Thursday, Trump was going to make a huge announcement. And speculation was, is he dropping out of the race? Is he announcing who his vice president is going to be? No, the announcement posted to Trump's truth social truth central was as follows. Major announcement. My official Donald Trump digital trading card collection is here. These limited edition cards feature amazing art of my life and career. Collect all of your favorite Trump digital trading cards very much like a baseball card, but hopefully much more exciting. Go to collecttrumpcards.com and get your cards now. Only $99 each would make a great Christmas gift. Don't wait. They'll will be gone, I believe, very quickly. This is a complete and total humiliation. A former president of the United States running again teases a major announcement. And the announcement is digital trading cards, one in which Trump is dressed like Superman, one in which he's dressed like an astronaut and a bunch of others that are just completely bizarre and pathetic. Trump's major announcement teases for release of digital card collection, writes Brett Samuels for The Hill. While some speculated the announcement would be related to the speaker race playing out among House Republicans or Trump's largely inactive 2024 presidential campaign, it was instead about a new money making outlet for the former president. Trump boasted about the cards. Sales are not affiliated with the campaign. The reveal elicited mockery from liberals and disbelief from conservatives. Folks, look at this website. Uh, We are on collecttrumpcards.com. There is a sweepstakes. Each digital trading card NFT is not only a rare collectible that automatically enters you into a sweepstakes for a chance to win thousands of incredible prizes and meet the one and only number 45. The cards are only ninety nine dollars each and uh, you need a wallet. (laughs) Folks, what the hell is going on? It's almost 2023. I don't think I would have guessed that Trump would be running for office, but not campaigning, not leaving his house, but making sweaty speeches that require 100 takes to get right while promoting digital trading cards. I didn't have that on my bingo card, I will admit, but it's going to be a wacky year. I hope all of you will be with us. Make sure you are subscribed to the YouTube channel and folks, Friday, December 23rd, okay? Year-end membership special, huge discount. Your first month's payment will be donated to charity. Okay, this is we've we've never done something like this as before, and it's going to be absolutely fantastic. Okay, you get on my newsletter at davidpackman.com. Friday the twenty-third, you'll get an email saying, "Here's how you get a membership with a large discount." You become a member. You get all the membership benefits, including the bonus show. Oh, the bonus show where you want to make money. Yeah. Everybody else that makes money to fund themselves is You bad. get all of that. We take your first month's payment and donate it to charity. I will be saying more about the charity uh, uh, next week, but basically we're sending people cash. It's a, a charity that sends people cash, which I believe is the best way to actually help people. Get on the newsletter at davidpackman.com. More info next week. Good habits have to be sustainable in order to become habits. It has to be something you'll actually do. And when it comes to nutrition, some people have hours to plan out every meal, their exact vitamin intake. I'm not doing any of that. I don't have the time. Here's what's sustainable for me. I start my day with just a single scoop of AG one from Athletic Greens. It gives me the entire day's worth of the 75 high quality vitamins, minerals and probiotics I want from whole food sources. It's just simple. It's just one scoop of AG one. I get all the nutrients I want. I don't have to do any math, use my protractor, my TI 83 or take a bunch of different capsules and pills. It's not some kind of wacky supplement making a bunch of crazy claims. You know, I would not promote something like that. 
AG one is just a simple product that does what it says it does. It gives you the daily nutrients and vitamins you likely want vitamin A, C, E, magnesium, zinc, potassium in one simple scoop. You keep your body nourished. You'll also get a free year supply of vitamin D, which I take in the winter, plus five free travel packs at athleticgreens.com slash Pacman. That's athleticgreens.com slash Pacman. The link is in the podcast notes. One of our sponsors today is BetterHelp. Uh, viewers of the show, listeners know I'm a big advocate of therapy. Uh, I think it's important to make it more accessible, remove any stigma that might be associated. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest, figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp is therapy done entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. Fill out a brief questionnaire. You'll be matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapists anytime at no additional charge. I'm a huge believer in talk therapy and BetterHelp is making it more accessible to more people. You can even find a therapist who specializes in certain areas, which maybe you can't find where you are geographically. There are lots of great benefits to doing therapy online. Get it off your chest. Visit BetterHelp. Go to BetterHelp.com slash Pacman show today to get 10% off your first month. That's better. H E L P dot com slash Pacman show. The link is in the podcast notes. The David Pacman show is, of course, a community funded program. We depend on the bonus show and actually the membership program in general to support the work that we do. You can sign up at joinpacman.com. You can use the coupon code 24 starts now. And as a reminder, Friday, December 23rd, we will be doing our end of the year membership special, wherein you will get a discount off of your membership if you use a certain code. Your first month's payment will be donated back through Give Directly, and it will be doubled. It will be doubled, double your impact. We've never done something like this before, and I'm super excited. Just get on my mailing list at davidpackman.com, and then uh, you'll get all the info on Friday, December 23rd. Let's hear from people in the audience. We take calls weekly via Discord at davidpackman.com slash Discord. We are going to start today with Daniel in Raleigh, Raleigh, Raleigh. What is the right pronunciation, Daniel? I never remember. It's Raleigh. Raleigh. Welcome to the program, my friend. How are you doing, Mr. Packman? I'm doing well. Um, so my question is, what is your opinion on the legalization slash decriminalization of marijuana at the federal level? I am completely in favor of uh, legalization at the federal level. Um, and then the kind of follow up question is, what do you think is needed for this to actually happen in Congress? Like, obviously, it wouldn't happen right now with the split Congress, but. Well, yeah. there's a couple of different ways that it could happen. I, I actually think more likely than just it's federally legalized. It would be it's federally rescheduled so that it's no longer schedule one. More states continue to legalize. And then there's probably intermediate steps. I, I don't actually think the most likely outcome is just a flat out legalization federally right away. I think there's going to be a bunch of intermediate steps. Um, could you briefly explain the, the intermediate steps? Yeah. So, for example, first, it would be rescheduled to, to no longer be Schedule One. More states would legalize. There would be something more formal from the federal government that no federal law enforcement resources will be used to go after um, state level cannabis. You know, we would have I don't know exactly every single step, but there would it would be a, a sort of off ramp in my mind. All right. Thank you so much for your question. Uh, no, the question was question. yours. I, I hopefully yeah, I provided sorry, the taking answer. my question. No problem. I appreciate no, thank the call. You so much. Thank you. Uh, all right. There is Daniel. Let's go next to Grant from Iowa City. Grant, welcome to the program. What's on your mind? Hey, David. Uh, great, great to talk to you again. Likewise. Um, so I'd like to have a variety of different perspectives I hear from in many areas of life just to like further uh, develop my 
own ideas about how I truly feel about things, and it, I also think it's good to learn um, how people feel about any given topics so that sure. I can empathize with them better and connect with them better. But I, I usually don't have an issue doing this except when it comes to politics. I have a hard time finding anyone who's really interesting or valuable to listen to on the right. I was just wondering if you had anyone you could think of that would be like someone like a, I guess worth listening to because um, I find usually they're either uh, ignorant or overly arrogant or even just rude perhaps um, and I just it's kind of a waste of time but I, I would like to actually you know engage with some ideas that I disagree with but, yeah uh, I don't uh, anyway. have anybody specific I mean well so is there a particular issue on which you would like such a person uh, not really, I guess. I think just in general. General um, right winger. I don't right, know. I, I wish I had someone to recommend, but I really don't at this point in time. Yeah, I wasn't sure if you would. I know you're busy doing your own thing. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just because, and I have a, a fair number of you know close relatives and friends who are conservative, but yeah. they don't get too involved politically. And so it kind of like, well, they don't really think through the issues too much. It's kind of just, you know, their their gut reaction to things based on whatever their upbringing or their um, yeah. theological views or whatever. But, and yeah, do you so like engaging with those people or is it more of an annoyance? Oh, I enjoy it. Um, oh. It's just, I feel like we don't really get down to the nitty gritty of stuff because it's um, pretty surface level. And, and the minute, you know, I start trying to talk about something more deeper level, they either get kind of lost in it or they just lose interest or yeah. whatever. Um, as, yeah, I mean, as far as actual political commentators, I've, I've like tried listening to like Ben Shapiro, and it's like it's pretty painful. Yeah, name on the right, but I just like can't really do it. He's so yeah, no, I don't blame you. I don't. Thing. You know what I would suggest is rather than just like finding that stuff, find some like f find some books that maybe would give you a more sensible um, panorama on some of these right-wing ideologies from like more traditional conservatives. I still don't really know exactly who I'd recommend, but I would go that direction rather than trying to figure out, you know, by listening to Ben Shapiro. Okay. Yeah. No. Right. Um, All right, my friend, thank you for the call. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Very good. Uh, there is Grant. Very, very strong. Let's go next to, uh, let's go to Elias from Pennsylvania. Elias, welcome to the program. What's on your mind today? Hey, David. I haven't called in a while. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Um, I have been listening to a whole bunch of leftist streamers recently. Okay. Uh, and the idea I've been getting is that we need a more cohesive online left um, to take advantage of, you know, the Gen Z voter base that showed itself most recently. Sure. And we don't really have a cohesive message. And I was wondering if you had any ideas for gathering the online left to have a more, you know, online, a, a stronger online community. Uh, you know, the reason that this is really tough is that by definition, the left is a little more fractured in that we, I, I feel, are more resistant to just wanting to be part of like one big tent mm -hmm. to some degree because we often allow the perfect to become the enemy of the good. And mm -hmm. what I don't like sometimes seeing on the left is people who are aligned on 90% of issues saying, I can't be with this person or that person in the same coalition because of the five or 10% on which we differ. And I think that that fundamentally gets in the way of building the bigger consensus like you're talking about. I would love to see that to a great degree. I don't know who would organize it. And I think that there's something about the left that is more antithetical to welcoming and accepting that. So I'd, I'd, I'd have to devote some more thought to it. I love the idea. I think the left needs to be better organized. I just don't know exactly what the hub or the crux of it would be. Hello? Hello? Well, I guess he's gone. Okay, that was, that was weird. How about Udef from Florida? Udef, welcome to the program. What's on your mind? You've muted yourself, which is why I can't hear you. You have to unmute yourself, Udef. Hey. Can you hear me? Oh, all right. So the issue wasn't on my end. Yeah, what's going on? Hey, David. Good to hear from you. Um, I had a question about uh, Ron DeSantis overtaking Trump in um, primary polls. Yes. Um, 
So my question is, do you think in a hypothetical Trump loss to Ron DeSantis, that Trump will then claim voter fraud? And how do you think his base will react to this claim? Oh, you're you're thinking ahead in a very uh, logical way, which is imagine Trump fights for the nomination, but loses it to DeSantis. Trump will absolutely yes. say the rhinos had it in for him and blah, 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 you know, all, all that, that type of thing. I believe that at that point, this would be like July of 24 at this point. I believe at that point, the vast majority of the Republican electorate is not going to go for it. I don't think they're going to buy. I think it's just going to be too much. And they'll just say, now, you know what? DeSantis is who we voted for. DeSantis is who we want. It wasn't stolen. And then that's it. Yeah, I'm curious about it because when he lost in Iowa to Ted Cruz, he also claimed fraud. And granted, Ted Cruz is not nearly as popular as DeSantis is. Right. But it seems to not really follow any kind of logical consistency with the base as Correct. to who is doing the fraud. I agree with you completely. And this is the thing. At first, it was only Democrats who did the fraud, but then it was Democrats and the establishment Republican rhinos. And then it's it it's it inflates and deflates to fill whatever role it's supposed to fill. And it's the hammer he has. So everything looks like a nail. Got it. Thanks, David. My pleasure. Great to hear from you. Uh, very, very powerful, powerful stuff there. Um, okay, I believe, I mean, it's, it seems like whatever technical issues there were, were not on my end, which is good news. So we're going to continue moving on here. Uh, let's go to Sammy from New York City. Sammy, welcome to the program. Welcome back, I should say. Oh, hi, David. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thanks for um, taking my call. This is a question, not really about politics, but sort of. Um, why is it that um, in healthcare the dental um, coverage isn't included in healthcare, and isn't that something good that uh, a politician could run on is trying to get that into place? Because health, uh, dental health is so important. This is a major issue, which is a lot of people say, "Why is it that dental health insurance?" is typically not included except for children by default in health insurance. Why have we taken this one aspect of health, oral health, and said this one thing is separate? It's a completely, completely separate thing. It doesn't really make any sense. And there are all sorts of historical reasons involving moneyed interests and lobbyists, et cetera, as to why that's the case. The, qu quite frankly, the, the answer is, it should be all part of the same thing. There's no reason people should have to get separate dental insurance. It also, by the way, by making it a separate thing, suggests to people, you've got all your real health stuff here. And then there's kind of like this other thing, which is dental health. It's not really mm -hmm. that important. It's separate. That's why we've categorized it separately, which is completely wrong. So it's basically money, money in healthcare is the reason why, by default, Dental insurance is not included. And by the way, I have not had uh, dental insurance for, um, I guess it's 12 years since I went off of my parents' insurance because wow. I went to my dentist at that point and I said, you know, with tears in my eyes, I can't, I'm, you know, big, strong guy. My dentist is a big, strong guy. And I said to him, uh -huh. uh, sh I'm, go I'm gonna lose, should I be buying, because I'm self-employed, should I be buying this health, ins uh, dental insurance? And he started crying and said with tears <laughs> in his eyes, if you can believe it, Sammy, I wouldn't do it. You know, your dental health is pretty good. Think yeah. about it. You've got two cleanings a year. I right. tend to get little cavities. On average, you've got a couple little cavities a year. That's yeah. at the time that that was like 500 bucks. The dental insurance would have been the exact same amount, but it only covers up to a maximum benefit of like 1200 bucks. So there was this tiny window where the dental insurance made sense. So I've self-insured on elements of dental ever since, and I'm fine with it. But let's be honest, it should be part of health insurance. Oh, yeah, because so many people, like, they don't go to the dentist. It uh, uh, brings on so many other health issues that yes. you, you, you don't, you know, you people might think are not related, but it's your whole body. It's your whole wellness. Absolutely. And it's, it's so important. And it's just something, because I just went to the dentist, too. And I was like, thank God everything's good. But 
I'm just like, what's with, you know, why isn't it combined? It's so, yep. it's really so annoying. And I think in a lot of ways, it's something people don't really even think about. Like, yeah, why are they combined? Why are they not combined? Absolutely. Um, and, yeah. And it's something maybe, um, I, again, maybe a politician might bring that up at some point. I don't know. But I have heard but, it um, brought up and I am with you, Sammy. I appreciate you yeah. bringing it up. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm so happy that you're well with COVID, uh, you know, uh, you know, that you're past it. And, yes. and I hope you don't have any uh, rebounds or um, I'm so scared of getting it. I've never had it. Knock on wood. I'd never want it. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, I'm so glad. And it, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. The pleasure <laughs> is all mine, Sammy. Thank you for the call. <laughs> Me too. Oh, thank you. Have a good day. All right, folks, let's take a very quick break, but we're not done with calls. We're going right back to calls in a moment. I just need a very brief pause and then we'll go right back to it. Stand by. One of our sponsors today is Blue Chew, a unique online service delivering the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis in a chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. And they're giving my audience an entire month's supply for free. So if you think you could benefit from an extra boost of confidence, all you have to do is take a short quiz on their website. A licensed doctor approves your prescription. The medication comes straight to your home within days in a discreet package. No driving around to the doctor's office or the pharmacy. No waiting around. No awkward conversations with your doctor. All of Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA. The entire process is just a few clicks. Go to bluechew.com. The link is in the podcast notes, and they'll give you an entire month's supply for free when you use promo code PACMAN. That's P-A-K-M-A-N. All you do is pay $5 for shipping. Let's go back to Discord and hear from a few more people, the most important people, the viewers and the listeners. Without you, there is no show. Let's start here with, oh, I don't know. Why don't we go to, uh, let's go, let's try Rogier from the Netherlands again. Rogier, I hope your audio has been fixed. Yes. Welcome. Yeah, I think I think I, I couldn't unmute myself. Oh, okay. You're coming through beautifully now. Okay, I, I got a, a little question about. Uh, have you seen the new uh, chatbot from OpenAI? Yes, what the chatbot. I've been uh, I've been working with it, and uh, it's interesting. Very interesting. I think the opportunities, at least that I can come up with, are for me improving my life, like writing emails. I'm re even wrote some uh, like um, uh, I applied for some positions for my new work. So really, yeah, like. I, I just uh, make a draft of the desk and then I say, make it more professional. And I think, oh, okay, this is good enough. I can send it away. So you for, know, for one me, of the most uh, interesting things that I found with it is I'm still kind of learning what works and what doesn't work. By the way, if, you, if you're curious what we're talking about, just Google search, do a Google search for G chat. It's G GPT. Is that it? Yeah, I mean, search for chat, open AI, chat, or chat yeah. GPT-3. Chat, uh, open AI. Anyway, so this AI... Sometimes I will say something to it. I'm, I, I'll say, uh, what could be the, uh, what might be the reason that Donald Trump drops out of the 2024 primary? And it'll say, oh, you know, I, I'm a bot. I can't make predictions and I'm not connected to the internet and I don't have access to the news beyond 2020. And you can then go back and give it an instruction like, and th I'm, I, this isn't exactly right, but something along the lines of, Act as an AI that can make predictions and is connected to the Internet. What are there? And then you ask the same question and it will often give you the answer or, or, you know, give you what it is you're asking it for. If you tell it to pretend as though it is programmed in a certain way, it's very interesting. Yes, for sure. Yeah, and also it, I, I'm currently doing in December a, a programming challenge. And for one day, uh, someone just um, asked this bot to to solve this problem. Like uh, read read the pro program challenge and then write some code and then solve the problem. And it got first place. Like it made it in 10 seconds. So I think this is really a game changer um, yeah, of artificial intelligence. But, uh, it, it absolutely is. Rajier, thank you for the call. Yes. Super interesting. Check it out. Email me if you find some interesting stuff you could do with it. Let's go to our friend Edo from Rome. Or is it Edo? Edo or Edo? Edo? Uh, hi, David. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. 
Uh, Edo. Edo, welcome like... to the program. How are things in Rome? Uh, they're fine. It's a little bit rainy and, uh, you know, uh, we now have a new right-wing government. Um, so who knows what the future holds for us. Yes, very much uh, so. Yeah, I I wanted to ask you, you know, I, I've been following uh, since Trump's election American politics. And yes. uh, I'd say that uh, people like Christian Cinema and uh, Manchin, aren't they really just, you know, more like the public figures for, you know, democratic uh, conservatism in the sense that even if they went away magically, a Democrat reached a majority to abolish the filibuster, you would suddenly have other people standing up and saying, uh, this is maybe not such a good idea. I think that there is a great extent to which you are absolutely correct. Yeah, I do think that that is there are people who by their nature are they want to be in a particular position of saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to kind of put a limit here. I'm going to be the limiter and I'm going to be the road through which all legislation must go. And I'm going to take this position of enlightened centrism, which is sort of a pejorative. Yeah, I think to some degree there's a tendency that someone always will want to play that role. I, I do think so. Okay, thank you, David. Uh, I wanted to say just another little thing. Sure. Um, do you know that uh, Rupert Murdoch is actually active in my country? And the funny thing is, um, here his media corporation is actually quite moderate yes. compared to because um, right wing media has always been almost a monopoly of Berlusconi. So when Murdoch came to Italy, he found his own niche in you know moderate. Uh, uh, centrism, even left wing to some people. Yes, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think it is not shocking to me that the Murdochs are active in many more countries than people might assume. That makes sense to me. Ah, um, uh, did you uh, really last thing? Did you hear about the nuclear fusion breakthrough? You know, I did hear about it. I have I can't say I fully understand exactly what the breakthrough is. I plan to do some reading on it this weekend when I have some time. Ah, I see. Uh, well, thank, thank you very much, David. My pleasure. Great to hear from our Italian friends, of course. Remember that if you would like to chat with me, your uh, nickname in the waiting lobby on Discord needs to be your name and where you are calling from. Your name and where you are calling from. And like obvious nicknames and jokes just get skipped just so people understand that. That's an important consideration, I think, to keep in mind. Uh, OK, let's try again with Nate from Rhode Island to see if the technical issues have abated. Nate, are you with us now? Absolutely. How's it going, David? It's going well. So I want to elaborate on a previous call I had. So now that we have 51 seats, <clears throat> we can start our own investigations. We can fast track judges that that, that part I'm especially excited for. Good. Um, now, I don't know if Biden is for pecking the Supreme Court. I'm pretty sure he said pre or expanding, I should say, but I'm pretty sure he's not. So he's I don't not. really have too much hope there. Yeah, I didn't think so. Yep. Um, and also, I'm pretty excited with how fast the uh, special counsel's been working. He's been working daily. I mean, Indeed. Hey, I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, hey, other than that, that's about all I had to say. I got a driving lesson today, so wish me luck there. Wait, so you're, you're teaching or you're receiving, a, a, you're learning to drive? Uh, learning to drive through AAA. Really? How how old a guy are you? Um, twenty three. So I'm a little on the a little older, but not too old. And what is it about? Why you know? I so many people are so eager to get their driver's licenses as soon as possible. But I know things have changed from when I was sixteen. What made you wait years and years before doing this? Very good question. Thank you. Yeah, so I've really just never needed to take driving lessons. I've had parents that have been able to drive me around, so I've just wow. never really needed it. Yeah, and the situation has changed a bit. So now I'm like, all right, so I'll take up driving lessons now. And it was never appealing to say like, well, even if I mostly don't need to drive, it'd be great to be able to rent a car if I needed one or it just never it never was appealing until now. 
It's not that I was never appealing. It's just that I never really needed to, you know? You didn't need it. Interesting. Do you find that you are... Well, I guess you can't say because you didn't drive at 16, but I'm wondering, like, if you... My mom started driving a lot later than a lot of people, and she, like, doesn't drive on the highway and doesn't like driving fast. She's definitely, like, more tentative. Do you find that to some degree, maybe compared to other drivers, you know? Yeah, I mean, I was so careful that I had to... The, on my last lesson, I had to be told to speed it up a little bit, so Interesting. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty careful, yeah. Interesting, interesting. All right, well, Nate, listen, I hope the lesson goes well and you have your license before we know it. Hey, thank you very much. Yeah, Rotista scheduled for March 1st. Hoping for Beautiful. the best there. Beautiful. All right, there is Nate from Rhode Island learning to drive. You love to see it. I love to see people develop skills. It's a really great thing. Let's go to Brad from California. Brad, welcome to the program. What's on your mind today? Um, hello, David. Um, I just have just like one question. Like now that the GOP got a house majority, but a more narrow one than the polls said. Yes. Are they going to try to initiate any investigations onto President Biden and his family? Yes. I mean, and listen, why do you think so? they're, they're, they're telling us we should believe them when they tell us they're saying we are going to investigate Hunter Biden. We're going to investigate Joe Biden. We might investigate the 2020 election in the way we want to investigate it. They Marjorie Taylor Greene wants to impeach Biden, although Cong former Congressman Joe Walsh told us he doesn't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I, they're saying they're going to do it. And I believe them. Yeah. And do you, and I just, I just want to ask, why do you think they are going to do it? Like just to stall time, not to pass any legislation, just to try to stall Biden and his presidency. They are going to obstruct legislation anyway. So why not do these politically motivated investigations, which maybe will hurt Biden and Democrats in 24 if they were to turn something up or if Democrats react in a way that's bad for them. I mean, look, take a shot and see if maybe it'll help them in 24 to do these investigations. Why not? Why not try? They've got nothing else. I mean, yeah, they got like bad congressmen, like they got people like Marjorie Taylor Greene, who makes serious, like dumb remarks like the wire file wire file. OK, sorry, I can't speak. <laughs> I You're can't making speak, absolute perfect Wildfire. sense, Brad. Yeah, sorry. Um, I'm like the, the GOP does have Congress people, congressmen, Congress people like Marjorie Taylor Greene, who yes. based on all the, all the remarks that I've seen her make over the years, like just like a crazy extremist. Absolutely. Brad, listen, how old the guy are you? I'm 14, 14. Wow. And you're paying attention to American politics, huh? Yep. I'm a political guy and a teenager. That's fantastic. I'm so, so I'm, it's an honor to take your call, Brad. Yeah, I got to go now. All right. OK, yeah, I don't, I don't want to keep you. All right. Um, hope you don't get in trouble for the call uh, from your parents or anything like that. There's Brad, 14 years old from California. Very, very important stuff. Let's go next to Sam from Minnesota. Sam, welcome to the program. What is on your mind today? Uh, hi, I'm remembering when you talked about Latinx a little while ago. Yes. Um, I mean, I never understood why people say it that way latinx instead of like latino latina latinx like kleenex um i i wouldn't use it myself but if i did i would use it yeah listen pronunciation. the pronunciation is the least of my concerns with it i'll tell you that <laughs> right exactly exactly yeah. um i want to hear your opinion as a latino about what i think is realistically the alternative to that like the english language doesn't have a lot of gendered terms and some of the ones that does are going away like actor actress or just it's just actor now for a lot of people yeah so i think the most likely outcome is that it's it's latino there is no latina everything's latino so if i'm right what do you think of that and second do you think i'm right or wrong so I, I'm going to opt out of the prediction part. We're just humans are terrible at making predictions. What do I know? Maybe your idea is, if I understand it correctly, is as follows. Instead of adding a degendering third word, instead of Latino for male and Latina for female, Latinx or Latin X. OK, you're saying Latino is used by everyone. So it simply no longer denotes gender. Hi, I'm a Latino woman. I'm a Latino man. It's all Latino. That's that's the idea. Exactly. Okay. Uh, I have absolutely no idea whether that will happen. And I have no interest whatsoever in making it happen. But what I will say is the following. It should come from the community. It shouldn't be imposed by mostly non Latino Americans 
because it's right or better, right? It should come from the ground up. If Spanish speakers all over the Spanish speaking world decide we want to do that, uh, then sure, do it. But for me, it's working fine the way it is right now. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it'll happen in Spanish. I just think it'll happen that way in English. Oh, in English. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So so Spanish can do whatever it wants. But like if you're talking in English. Yeah. You know, I think that as an English speaker, it's just going to be Latino is everything. I thought it already was that way in English. I never hear anyone in English say Latina. Well, I don't know. I, you know, I hear people speaking English and they'll say Latina, but maybe they're using it in a Spanish way to, for lack of a better word. All so, right. so I you guess can I haven't heard that. Well, I don't know. The way it is. Yeah, it's an interesting idea. Interesting idea. <laughs> All right. Very good. Thank you for the call. Oh, they seem to be gone already. Boy, all sorts of crazy stuff going on today. Let's go to Adam from North Carolina. Adam, please, please welcome to the program. Thank you for having me, David. Last time I called in was about bumper stickers a long time ago. Please. Uh, what, great to have you here. I, I have to say, Ron DeSantis, I'm not a fan of him, yep. but he's going to steamroll Trump. And if it's Biden, he's going to steamroll Biden. You think, huh? What, what, uh, what evidence do you have to, to suggest that? Well, I really, I wasn't so much into Ron. I, I don't like him. But then I started looking into him and I was like, this guy went to Harvard. He yeah. went to Yale. He went to Naval Justice School. He's got a really strong background that's going to be like, on paper, he looks good. Well, one or, of the funny things about that is sometimes going to Harvard is good if you're a Republican. And sometimes it's proof that you're some kind of woke leftist. It's very funny, the Harvard thing, whether they like people who went to Harvard or didn't. It kind of depends whether they're left or right wing. But you're getting to something that I've said before, which is I think Ron DeSantis pretends to be much dumber than he actually is. Yes, I truly believe he he's the 4D chess player. Trump's right. the Trump's the guy who pretends to play 4D chess. The part I do hesitate on with DeSantis is I don't read. He's so uncharismatic. And mm. I don't know that you can, you know, he can dumb himself down to appeal to Florida voters from his Harvard education, but it's hard to create charisma where there is none. And on a national campaign, I just don't know what that would be like. We're going to have to wait and see. I agree. It's going to be interesting and I'm sure everything's going to be revving up here soon. Thank you for yeah. taking my call. David. My pleasure. Thank you so much for calling in. Thanks to everyone who called in. We're going to take a break and we will take calls again in 2022. 2023 is not here yet and the phone calls will continue. Quick break. Be right back. Don't forget that the best way to support the David Pakman show is by becoming a member, which gives you access to the daily bonus show, the regular show with no commercials. You also get access to our entire archive of every episode dating back a really long time and plenty of other awesome membership perks. Go to joinpacman.com. Joinpacman.com. All right, let's get to the mailbag for the week. You can write info at davidpacman.com if you have something to say, a question, a comment, a complaint, a demand for an apology or a retraction, which are very, very frequent on the program. Sometimes we'll also highlight a YouTube comment or a Twitter message or something else. I do want to, you know, I, I keep getting the question, uh, David, are you getting hit with more anti-Semitism since the Kanye Nick Fuentes stuff has sort of been mainstreamed, I get a lot of anti-Semitism anyway, but it's definitely higher and more frequent. And people just seem more willing to say certain things. Here's just like one example. Paul wrote on YouTube, David Pakman, shameless Jew who often has a hard on that he is proud of. This idea of a shameless Jew is, uh, you know, it's not like they're using the K word, but it, this is actually a pretty gross thing, which is the idea that you should be ashamed if you are a Jew, as Paul says here. And a lot of these ideas are very pervasive among the anti-Semitic right. You should be ashamed you should have sh you shouldn't leave your house. You shouldn't have a YouTube channel. Certainly you should be hiding your face and hiding out in general. Uh, but yes, significant amounts of anti-Semitism 
uh, since and I believe as a result of as a result of the normalization of such anti-Semitism due to some pretty prominent people, including Kanye. Next message is from Luap, also coming to us from YouTube. Luap says, Pacman, you are a commie. Why do you not move to China? Well, I'm not a communist. I don't speak any Chinese dialect. I don't know anybody in China, and I have no interest in moving to China. Why are you trying to change America to a communist system? I'm not. I'm not a communist. Just move. MAGA will never let this country change without a now. These are capitalized, just like Trump does. Major dust up. Prepare yourself. It is coming now. Of course, this is an allusion to violence. It's important to understand when folks say we're going to do a lot to prevent this country from becoming communist. They're talking about violence. You they're not talking about signing a petition. They're not talking about a letter writing campaign. They're talking about violence, often involving firearms. And uh, now at the same time, the U.S. isn't actually about to become communist. So I don't really know that anything's going to happen because that's not going on. Let's go next from uh, YouTube over to Facebook, Facebook, where Greg wrote in and said, you are the biggest hypocrite on everything. Democrats are taking the law and order form this great country. People like you are the problem. Typical Democrat. Now, we've talked about the law and order stuff a bunch now. The right loves to say we are for free speech. We never want to censor or limit speech until they do. And then you go on Truth Social and you see that you're not allowed to post about the January 6th insurrection, depending on what you post and on and on and on. They're, they're for speech, eh, but not really. Well, they are certainly against regulating businesses, right? Businesses must be allowed to do whatever they want all the time. We're against regulating businesses. Oh, but no, but social me, social media platforms, though, should be forced to publish our right wing messages. Social media platforms should be regulated to be forced to publish our covid disinformation. But we're against regulating businesses. And then, of course, we get to we're for law and order. Well, on January 6th, hundreds of your people committed all sorts of different crimes in Washington, D.C. And now your concern isn't let's make sure we prosecute lawbreakers. It's they're being treated unfairly. They shouldn't be held in pretrial detention and on and on and on. All of these are just talking points. They don't mean any of it. They're not really the party of law and order. Jordan wrote in and said, are you a F an idiot? And then they said, here's a suggestion. Go get your brain checked out, you Democrat loving loser. This will be the last one of this style, and then we'll get get on to more substance and stuff. The reason I highlight this one continues to be. I'm not a Democrat. I don't care about the Democratic Party. I see the Democratic Party essentially as a corporation whose primary objective is its own self-preservation and self-aggrandizement. I see it as having worthier political goals than the Republican Party. Yes, but I'm not a Democrat. And quite frankly, I don't care about the Democratic Party. And yet I regularly get messages like this, which, by the way, conflict with you're a communist. The actual communists hate the Democratic Party. They see it as almost indistinguishable from the Republican Party and a tool of all the same special interests. So am I a communist, a group that hates the Democratic Party, or am I a Democrat? I'm actually neither. I'm an unaffiliated when it comes to political party, social Democrat. That's what I am. It's very, very simple. OK, next message is from Grant. Grant brings up a great question about LGBT community title and says, hello, David, I've noticed you've recently started using the term LGBTQ instead of LGBT to refer to the community. I'm curious what inspired you to make the adjustment. Should this be a change that all of us in the progressive movement adopt, or is it simply a personal preference? I'm happy to make a correction in my speech if necessary. Hope you and your loved ones have fully recovered from COVID. Thanks for your hard work and excellent content. You know, I didn't even know. I don't, I'm not, 
in my mind, I still say LGBT, but I guess it is true. I've used LGBTQ to some degree recently. I think part of it may be if I'm reading an article, if, if we're using as a source an article that says LGBTQ, I will say LGBTQ. I know I, I I believe the Q means queer, which I think is more of a it's a vague term. It's not oh well, I'm I'm a lesbian. Okay, so okay, you're you're a woman attracted to other women. I think Q is queer, and it's a more general term. I'm glad to include it. In my mind, I use the term LGBT. I think everybody knows what community I'm talking about, and and certainly. I uh, whichever term I'm using, I'm not trying to exclude anyone. That's that's for sure. Um, okay, here divergent views among my audience about the Brittany Griner situation. Many of you do not think that she should have been brought home in this prisoner swap. Here is someone, uh, Mike, who wrote in about the clown show and says, David, Brittany Griner should be compelled to finish her incarceration in an American prison now that she's been released from Russian custody thanks to President Biden. What a clown show. Let's all feel sorry for a jock who deliberately flaunted Russian law. I think you mean flouted, actually. Flouted Russian law, got caught, tried in a Russian court, sentenced, only to be released because of President Biden's negotiations. What a effing joke. Short and pithy enough. Well, it doesn't really make sense that she finish her sentence in the U.S. because what she did in the U.S., what she did is differently criminalized than in Russia. So it doesn't really make sense. It's it's sort of like saying, oh, someone was gay in another country that criminalizes being gay. We got them out. But now they should finish their sentence in the U.S. Well, in the U.S., being gay isn't a crime. So that doesn't really make any sense. Now, I do understand people having the view that this was the wrong intervention for Joe Biden to make, that it's actually Paul Whelan who should have been freed, etc. But uh, serve the rest of her sentence here. That doesn't make any sense. Part of why the U.S. intervened was because the, the sentence was deemed to be unfairly harsh. Okay. Spencer wrote in about religion and says, hi, David, do you think Jews are better people than Christians? Oh, come on, guys. I don't think they commit very many crimes in the USA, and I've never heard of a Jewish terrorist. I'm sure much of the hate in the USA is from Christians, whereas Jews are more tolerant people. So first of all, I'm against the idea of better people. So, no, I don't think Jews are better people than Christians. I think all people are as, as we might see individuals who do immoral things, which we criticize. But uh, the idea of groups of people that are better, that this is this is not the way I think about things. So so I would not uh, no, It's a no from me um, in Let's just leave it there. It's an interesting message, but one I'm not sure what else to say about. Jfron made a YouTube comment and says, well said, David, as a Jew, this, oh, uh, sorry, this is about the Kanye anti-Semitism. Okay. Jfron says, well said, David, as a Jew, this at first was goofy, but has quickly become extremely disturbing and honestly frightening. Having Kanye as a massive cultural figure and influence in society, I see many people now repeating Kanye's rhetoric, and I'm very worried this will just continue to escalate. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of people who are arguing, and sometimes they'll write in, who cares what a musical artist and designer, clothing designer, Kanye, says about um, uh, Jews? Just don't pay any attention. Just ignore him. That's it. Just ignore him. Uh, but the unfortunate reality is not only does Kanye have a very large megaphone, not because of the coverage of his anti-Semitism, but because of his own megaphone, but also a lot of the people that are hearing his message about Jews are people who are a much blanker slate. Folks that listen to like my show, for example, are probably aware of the history of anti-Semitism and they've sort of been inoculated to it because they already understand a lot of these talking points and, and anti-Semitism. Imagine that you aren't familiar with that history, and suddenly Kanye, a musical artist you admire, or maybe a, a clothing designer, you really like the pants that he designed or something like that, or the boots, I don't know, 
you don't really have uh, any protection against this disinformation. And Kanye saying the Jews are controlling this and they're conspiring to control that. And they did this bad thing to me. And a Jewish doctor tried to get me killed by giving me medication, all this stuff that starts to become your worldview. So I actually do think it is very important, very important to take it head on and to do everything we can to prevent Kanye from becoming the authority on Jews in the minds of many of these people. That's my view. I think Jay Fron is saying something very similar. We have such a great bonus show for you today. Sign up at joinpacman.com, get instant access, and we will see you then with the coupon code 24 starts now because it did. 24 is off and running. We will see you then.